Do you have a mentor in your life? Maybe you call her an advisor or a colleague, a friend. If you do, that's wonderful. But for most entrepreneurs, we have a hard time finding folks that can support us. It sounds like too much work. It seems, well, embarrassing to ask for help. If there's a way that you can understand how important it is to lean on other people in building your own business, you might make a lot more headway than you realize. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, I'm going to rehash my experience working with a mentor because, honestly, I'm the last person who ever thought I'd be telling a story about how I worked with a mentor. In the early days of my entrepreneurial career, I didn't need anybody. Not a helper, not a virtual assistant, not even a friend or a family member. I was out to prove to everyone that I could do things all by myself. I'd also interpreted marketing to be something very different than I know it to be now. If there was a new website or app that launched, I wanted to be the earliest of early adopters and get my name and business URL onto any site that would have me. That way, from the little I understood of SEO or search engine optimization, I figured that it may help new people find my company, The Founding Moms. It went along with the assumption that folks new to marketing always think. Everyone could be a customer, so why not go find them everywhere? I got my site listed on new sites like MySpace and Yahoo and LiveJournal and Ask Jeeves, remember those? And a brand new site called MicroMentor. It was touted as the site that helps entrepreneurs find mentors that can advise them. To this bootstrapping entrepreneur, the free price tag was alluring. I always love to try new sites that might benefit my membership, too. So I gave myself the excuse that I was just a tester for my people. I created a profile, and in doing so, I was asked to fill out a section on what kind of mentor I was looking for. It asked, what do you need help with? No! no. Need help? That was the last thing I needed. I was out to prove that I could do all of this myself, thank you very much. But the site wouldn't let me proceed without inputting something. So I dug, and I paced, and I hemmed, and I hawed, and I came up with the one thing that I realized I might need a little help with. Reassured that the site was brand new, and nobody would know that I was out there seeking this god-awful thing called support. At the time, I was about 15 or 20 cities in, meaning that I had launched founding exchanges, our twice-monthly masterminds in a pile of cities. The growth was wonderful. Mom entrepreneurs were getting help that they needed. But in each city, I had a leader who ran the exchange locally. It was her job to show up, facilitate the meeting, and make sure that her members were happy. Since her members were my members, that meant that I had to make sure lots of people were happy. It was really hard to do when I was figuring out, for the first time ever, how to manage 15 to 20 different people in different time zones around the world. If one leader complained about something, like a tech issue or a people issue, I jumped straight to the conclusion that another leader must have a similar issue. What was my micro-mentor problem that needed addressing? 
It was, how do you manage lots of people in lots of cities if you have zero prior experience? I wrote a few sentences on what I needed, and I posted it. Then I went my merry way, and I completely forgot about the site and my current problem. I had other things to do. Until a message came in from a guy named Jim. It said, and I quote, Hi, Jill. I may be able to help. I've led retail organizations with thousands of stores nationally and also have franchise experience having run Radio Shack's franchise decision 1,532 stores for a few years. You're right. It's tricky when you're dealing with folks in different time zones and more importantly that you don't get to meet and see personally for long periods of time, if at all. Let me know if you'd like to set up a preliminary call. I'm sure I can give you some guidance to get you moving along in the right direction. Take care, Jim. What? This was incredible. But his experience was so impressive. I don't... What? He was willing to talk to little old me? Except now I was stuck. As intimidated as I was, how could I say no? Well, I could ignore him. I was also very, very intimidated by the structure of the thing. I know how nice this guy was willing to help me for free in his spare time. But would I have to commit myself to regular phone calls? Would I have to answer to him and potential demands he'd make? If I came short of any goals we'd discussed, would I have to carry the guilt and hate myself on top of all of the other issues I was tackling at the time? See? I was already ready to quit, and we hadn't even met yet. We got on a phone call, if you remember those, and we had an introductory chat. He was a lovely guy from Wheeling, West Virginia, who was quite friendly and seemed to know what he was talking about. We agreed to come up with some sort of parameters, and it was awfully relieving to hear that he was as inexperienced in how to proceed through MicroMentor as I was. We decided at the start to meet monthly. Right away, I knew that Jim was a real pro. He knew how to use Excel spreadsheets to track things. He took notes during our calls and referred to them on future calls like a real corporate pro, not a mom entrepreneur whose memory is a sieve. He asked very pointed questions, but most important, he never laughed at me when I asked something that was seemingly obvious to him. He did a really elegant job of making me feel like I was onto something during each and every phone call. I couldn't believe how good I felt, let alone how productive I became after our chats. Our relationship blossomed. We chatted more frequently as things really started to sing, since he now understood my business intimately. He understood what I'd done and where I wanted to go. Hashing things out with him made me realize just how silly I was for never connecting with anyone before him. We worked together for a few years, Jim and I. He ended up moving and starting a new job, which took up a lot of his time. And we both knew that I had a lot of work to do, and I didn't need to carry on with him in the same way. It was as though our working relationship had become a master class in how to get the most out of a working relationship. It ended on a high note. Our relationship, however, carried on. To this day, Jim and I continue to catch up over lunches and on Zoom calls. He continues to be proud of the work that he did with the Founding Moms, which shocks me considering his background and how many other entrepreneurs he's helped. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll return to him for more sage business advice. 
But the most eye-opening of eye-opening experiences that Jim taught me was that you can't build a business alone. He opened up a whole new world to me. Introducing my mentor, Jim. Hey, Jill. It's Jim. You know, I can't believe it, but you and I have been friends now for over 10 years. Truth is, I can't remember a time before we met. It seems like we've always known one another. I just wanted to tell you that after all these years, I still really enjoy our conversations. I'm just so proud of all that you've accomplished, and I always learn something every time we talk. You are the absolute best. Since I met and worked with Jim, I've allowed myself to become more vulnerable with other business colleagues because I know that on the other side of that opening up pain, there's a joy that knows no bounds. Here I was, building a community for years, and Jim came along to teach me that it was I who needed to learn just how important community is for any entrepreneur at any stage of building her business. You don't call, you don't write, why not do both? Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalsman.com slash podcast so you can record a message and I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave me a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, Aaron, and Jim for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.